Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Howdy, people. My name is uh, Fro. This is uh, another digital citizen. Uh, with me, I have Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Howdy. Howdy. Howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. Going to raise and rope broncos. I wonder if it is uh, a myth that everybody, like, outside of America believes that every American speaks with a very thick Texan accent. I'm sure we've talked about this before. I think it's... I am sure we have. More, like, <laughs> less educated people probably think that then yeah more, like the more educated you are but i guess it depends on also how much american television you watch and what era because i think like that stereotype kind of comes from an era of like when uh westerns were really popular like john wayne mm -hmm. like that kind of thing so i can see mm -hmm. like people from that era thinking that all americans speak like john wayne does that make sense but nowadays, yeah. just because there's so much prolification of, like, American television and stuff, I, I don't know, I, I see probably more younger so why, people talking. why is it when, when yeah. So talking why like is it rappers when, or talking like, yeah. Yeah. So why when, when people are going to mock an American accent, is it always the Texan accent? Is it because it's... The that, that's not true. I always hear... British people use like a weird hey hey guys I'm American it's like this weird like nerdy <laughs> I don't know like midwest midwest accent kind of yeah okay hi guys maybe, maybe. I'm an American I can do it I, it's like the British version of an American accent that I can do as an American <laughs> you can't do it to anybody else because that's offensive <laughs> but I, I wonder if it comes from like uh, the like how they all thingy comes from the bush, bush area. Uh, of, that might. Of, I mean, for like politics. I said, I think it's a generational thing. Yeah. So yeah. like that air, like our generation, some people probably think bush and like connect that back to Amer like that's America. But yeah. now, like after eight years of Obama, I don't think. It, people are still connecting you know what i'm saying so i think it's a generational yeah. thing more than anything else yeah but i think like that stereotype that we think of of like all americans sound like john wayne that's what the what i yeah. connected back to is john wayne because he was so like the american actor at the time you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah yeah i have i ever seen a john wayne movie i wonder if i have probably I mean, there's so many of them. I bet you saw one at some point and, like, barely remember it. But, I mean, the first one, Sansa Iwo, Iwo Jima, is, like, probably one of like, the ones. Oh, yeah, that's, like, that I have seen, yeah. Pretty famous. I'm trying to think. Like, there's a ton of famous ones, and none of them are coming to the top of my head right now. Right. But it's 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 weird how he's, like, the, the image of American cinema at it, that time. It's like, it was all almost, like... So a lot of it was like American war propaganda or like yeah. uh, American exceptionalism or like the perfect American male specimen kind of thing, yeah. If you think about it, if you really look at it, 
like for example uh what i would call the marvel era of of movies it seems like that's not going away anytime soon you don't think uh, i'm hearing a lot more people complaining now about the amount of uh just general superhero everything than mm. ever before like specifically with this the new what what was it came out this week or what came out last uh, obi-wan people complaining about star yeah. wars and that connecting back to like star wars and marvel are kind of on the same level of just oversaturating the market like yeah. tv shows movies uh children's I mean, cartoons saw... uh you know everything yeah i saw ms marvel this week uh a new tv show we'll talk about that a little later but uh, but uh, I I thought about it when I was watching it. Like, there is this uh, exactly what you say. There is this saturation of it, especially like the last five years, where everybody is making some kind of superhero uh, thing. I think the most most uh, uh, picture of this is that how popular. Uh, very anti-hero superhero series like The Boys is, and I I think that that kind of, kind of I don't think The Boys would be as popular as it was if people weren't like a little uh, tired of superheroes because they. I, I would. I, I don't know. I think The Boys is more people like it because it's like the a more violent version. It's a more R-rated version of like a Marvel type. Thing. I think people who this is my because I don't really mm -hmm. like the boys. I think it connects mm -hmm. more back to like people want to see an R-rated Marvel movie instead of this PG PG thirteen stuff where like all these punches okay. are being thrown, guns shot shot all over the place. Nobody ever gets right. hit. No b blood is ever shed. Yeah. Right. That's what when I see the boys. That's the market I see them uh, gaining. Is like this market of people who are sick of. Like the I don't know childishness of like other superhero films. I so there has been other ones that like more made fun of. I guess like comedically the uh, the genre. I see those as like pe people watching those to make fun of it. I guess. But Are yeah, there's a whole ecosystem that... outside of like Marvel DC that is like all these other superhero things that add to the yeah. oversaturation though as as well yeah like Naomi uh, just uh, that came to mind because that's canceled after one season Well I watched the and then we have Disney yeah channel show this week that we'll talk about in the TV round that was like a superhero thing even so Me too Yeah okay uh but uh, do you see see Prey uh, the the new trailer for Prey uh 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 Taking the Predator franchise back to like the Indian age, uh, Native American, Native American, right? Okay, because they're not in India. Um, I saw the first part of it uh, yeah. up to the point where like you see the Predator like cloak cloaked and he's like killing yeah. killing the bear. Yeah. Okay. And I watched that up to that point, and I was like, oh, it's a Predator movie, and then I skipped it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm optimistic. I'm the optimistic one. I, I, 
I didn't think the last one was that terrible. Well, Everybody I'm more excited for the Beavis and Butthead movie, so... Uh, <sighs> yeah. That's the one I, I was... I went on... I saw it on, geez, somewhere. I was watching, you know, some streaming service, whether it was YouTube or whatever else, and it had a commercial. And it was a... Mm. It must have been Paramount Plus that I was watching because that's where... That's who's producing the new movie. And I right. went to find the trailer... Uh, actually to send it to you. I was like, oh, Fro's going to want to see this. And I went on YouTube, not last night, but the night before last. And it wasn't even on YouTube yet. Like, it, they hadn't I uploaded seen it. it. I haven't seen it, yeah. Right, I, at, after that, I went to bed and forgot to send it to you. But uh, <gasps> I haven't I, seen it. We can watch it at the end of the show if you want. Let's. I'll put I, it down a note on our Jeremy round thing to watch. Watch. Put that in a note because okay. holy moly, that I really, really want to say. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's talk about uh, some news before we talk about uh, anything else. I thought uh, you didn't like Russia. Beavis and Butthead. Hmm? Sorry. Were were you the one? I that... didn't like Beavis and Butthead. Oh, maybe it was somebody else I was talking to then. Okay, that's definitely not me. Okay, I I I I, I love Beavis and Butthead. I'm just mixing you with some, uh, mixing you up with somebody else. I guess I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I I think uh, yeah I I'm I'm not a big fan of um uh, that other movie that came out. Uh, last week or the week before that's animated uh, that you love oh bob's burgers yeah but that's bob's not, burgers i thought you were gonna say yeah. king of the hill because that's done by the same guy but okay yeah you like I, king uh, of the hill probably king of the hill is okay okay i don't love it as much as i love beavis and butthead but it's okay okay cool yeah yeah, right. no, I love Putin, but that... news. Okay, let's talk about news. News. Uh, Russia uh, hits Kiev with missiles. That's uh, bad news. And Russian warn, warn, uh, warn uh, us in the West to uh, retaliate and go on up to arms with him. Uh, yeah, this is terrible oh, news. I think you kind of mistaked what he meant there. Putin warns against Western arms, meaning last week we yeah. had talked about uh, Biden uh, not wanting to send long-range missiles and then deciding the very next day that he was going to send mm -hmm. long-range missiles. I guess sometime during that same day when we were podcasting, they decided we're not going to send the 70-plus mile uh, range missiles, but we are going to send the 50-mile range missiles, so that was like their com oh, yeah, those compromise. Miles. It's like you can't just move them twenty. You can't move them twenty miles forward. That's not how that that works, right? Like there's a really a difference, especially to like the Russians. There's not wow. a difference, right? Yeah. Um, but to the Americans, they 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 made they distinguished the difference between. I guess the term long range is what they were trying to kind of you know what I mean. Right. What's long yeah. range? Like what does long range really mean? Is fifty miles long range? To me, it is, but. Maybe not to missiles, uh, but Russia. <laughs> Russia was clearly not happy about that, so Russia took aim Sunday at Western military supplies in Ukraine, launching airstrikes on Kiev that claimed uh, destroyed tanks donated from abroad. As Vladimir Putin warned that Western deliveries of long-range rocket systems would prompt Moscow to hit uh, "quote unquote" objects that we have not yet struck, meaning you know 
other targets that they haven't struck. Whatever that could mean, because that doesn't this that doesn't necessarily mean in Ukraine, right? Yeah, people that really hopes that Eurovision will be in in Ukraine next year are a little optimistic. I think. What would be like the backup plan? Another country, somewhere near there, like somewhere next door or something, or just like. Uh, they're they're talking about UK since they can came second. came in second. That makes sense. I, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Uh, the Russian leader's cryptic threat of military escalation did not specify what the new targets might be. Like I said, it came days mm-hmm. after the United States announced plans to deliver the security assistance, which we talked about last week. Um, I mean, what do you think about the idea of Russia? attacking somewhere else besides ukraine due to this that's like the big yeah i love i love that the uh, russia's long long uh long way missiles uh he said in norway i i love the concept of thinking about that uh you right the general staff and russian forces fired five x-22 cruise missiles from the caspian sea towards kiev uh one was destroyed by air defenses but the four uh, other missiles hit uh, infrastructure in Ukraine. Uh, there were no casualties, though. Be- mm. I-, I think the whole city's basically been uh, emptied out at this point. Uh, yeah, so this was, uh, you know, this is a retaliation for what America did, basically. Um, mm. I- yeah, no, I was I was talking to my th- uh, therapist uh, this evening, uh, and. Uh, his wife is Swedish or uh, someone in his family. And we were talking a little about, uh, at the end of the session, we were talking about uh, what we were covering in the news. And I said, one of the things that uh, is, is strange for me that has the bo- a very, very short border, it's still a border to Russia, is thinking that how long would it uh, take uh, until we got help from people. I think maybe it would take shorter time because, like, uh, United States have have like uh, people here and th- things like and that. And in Sweden, so I'm I, sure there's troops. Yeah, there. and in Sweden as well. And then there's Swedish troops so, as well. Yeah. So so I don't I don't really fear. I don't think I don't think Putin is stupid enough to. To attack countries like Norway and uh, and and Sweden, but but Finland is scary. I mean, I I uh, I, I think that's one way it could go. I think the uh, I think at least from what I've seen of these discussions, like reading articles mm-hmm. about it, is that the most likely target would be something like the UK because they have also supplied weapons whereas your those nordic countries haven't supplied as many weapons as the US yeah, and the UK Yeah, but attacking UK means well world war though. Well, the only reason they would do that is if let's say the Ukraine used these long-range weapons to fire into Russia, which they've made yeah. promises to the US that they wouldn't do that. What promises, you know, what does that really mean? Did they sign something? Were there deals made? Or did they just go, we, right. we promise. We promise so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, 
As soon as, if they use that, then Russia would retaliate, and they would retaliate to the closest major uh, Western power, and that would be the UK. That's just speculation, obviously. Um, Would they fire into the UK, or would they fire to an ally close to the UK? Would they, you know, there's a lot of questions as to whether, how that would all go down, but it's just a more escalation of the situation, for sure. Uh, People are also talking about control now. Uh, there are, yeah, small Russian ex-states are, are also... I mean, it, it depends what, what Putin wants. It depend, depends if he wants a landmass or power. And I mean, if he gets established in Ukraine, I, d- I think he would have um, more power. Uh, especially uh, or surrounding like the Black Celtic uh, Sea and things like that. So, but yeah, we will see. I mean, there's lots of rumors this week also that uh, Putin has two years to live because he apparently has cancer. That's there's a big rumor that's happening. Right. Have you heard that? I don't know. If the, I, didn't it, hear I it. haven't seen any proof of that. I don't know how anybody would have proof of that, but that's just rumors, obviously. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I uh in this situation I think the best thing we could do here is kind of reevaluate what we're doing as a, like America, I mean, as to whether what we're doing is making this whole situation worse and I would say it is and that mm. we seem to have like an endless budget to just send over to Ukraine just millions and millions and millions of dollars of money and equipment and everything uh like what? What is America? When you when you're dealing with a situation like this, America clearly has something to gain out of this, other than just uh, saving Ukraine. That you know. Oh yeah, yeah and um, so there's other ulterior motives. I mean, what I heard is America spending eight times has spent eight times the amount, like cost wise, as the entire EU has spent in Ukraine. Uh, so we're right. we're the primary force in this situation. It's become like we've said in the past. It's a U.S. proxy war against Russia using Ukraine, right. which is the worst part because we're basically the United States. Like we're not losing soldiers. U.S. soldiers aren't dying. We're using foreign people to fight our, a war for us, and they're dying for America, right? And they don't even mm-hmm. represent America, which that's. Mm, it's, you know, it's just dirty, nasty, like, if nothing comes out of this and Russia takes over, you know, more more than likely what's going to happen is they'll still retain Crimea, they'll take over these two Donbass regions, uh, and some negotiation will happen between the U.S. and Russia to stop this war eventually. Ukraine will just be left with a bombed-out country and nothing to show for it. You see what I'm saying? So, um... That's what I don't like about the situation at this point. So, if you're uh, uh, a little bit worried for World War Three, uh, uh, you have Russia, but uh, let's make, make make you a little uh, more <laughs> worried about World War Three because U.S. and South Korea fly twenty fighter jets. And, uh, yeah, North Korea isn't all that happy about that. What a shock. North Korea not happy about 
you working with South Korea and U.S.? Hmm. Uh, South Korean and U.S. military flew 20 fighter jets over the South Korean western coast Tuesday in a continued show of force as the U.S. warned of full of a full force response if North Korea goes ahead with its first nuclear test in nearly five years. Right, so that's obviously North Korea had set off some missiles, and that's why we're, re we're responding to that. Uh, the flights came days after the Allies fired eight surface surface missiles into South Korea's eastern waters to match a weekend missile display by North Korea, which fired the same number of weapons in multiple locations last Sunday. Uh, North Korea soon may ante up as the U.S. and South Korean officials say the country is all but ready to conduct another nuclear detonation on testing grounds in the northern, eastern part of the country. So... Uh, yep. This also is all happening at the same time when we were talking about like what's happening in the South China Sea. Like, yep. Uh, I have a weird feeling that you know how most major uh world powers end up failing fro like Rome mm. and Greece. All I've these heard about that. All these major countries that had taken over large swaths of of the world, you know how they fail inevitably? Mm-hmm. How's that? <laughs> uh, it is by uh, uh, extending power and people uh, rebelling against it. Yeah, spreading out too thin so that you're covering yeah. too much space and and you don't have enough uh, resources in, in a certain area and then you get overtaken in that area and it slowly spreads and, and rebellion happens, right? It, I mean, uh, to be fair, that's how America became America. <laughs> We're fighting everybody at this point. Or not everybody, right. but everybody we don't like. Uh, we're fighting in Africa right now. We're fighting in yeah. uh, Russia. Well, on the border of Russia, we're fighting on in the east whether you, whether it's north korea or whether it's china um and, and we have military <laughs> bases all over the world right yeah um, yeah yeah it seems like as far as if you look at history and the failing of empires we're at that we're in that you know area of like this is when empires start to crumble yeah it's like somebody has uh, stopped playing Risk and didn't remember the rules. Right, yeah. And then they were just like, fuck it, we're, we're just going to play like... <clears throat> we're just going to make it a fun game like Army Men instead of worrying about the rules. Right. Right. Uh, Boris Johnson uh, has uh, been in a little trouble, uh, to say it mildly, partying in uh, the UK. Uh, when it wasn't allowed being in parties in the UK. Uh, well, that has led to uh, him being in a non-confidence vote, but uh, he, did, he did win that con non-confidence, but it was very, very close to he didn't. Uh, right. He clung on to the premiership prim on Monday after 140. Eight of his MPs voted to oust him from Downing Street. The Prime Minister <clears throat> won the support of 211 MPs, but 41% of his own party voted to get rid of him, which many cited yeah, as that, a lack of 
repentance over Partygate scandal, like you said, and the public mm. loss of trust in his leadership. Right. Because everybody yeah. in, in the UK has really always looked at Boris Johnson as a beacon of trust and and <laughs> and just uh, you know quality leadership. That's how they've always looked at him, not as a giant buffoon. Uh, another rumor is that he's going to hell a new election. Uh, again, right? I feel like we've done yeah. this so like every few years. We're having another forced uh, vote on on the prime minister of the UK. I mean, that's how um, the last one went out, right? Uh, yep. And then was it the? I just want to say the prime minister before that was Theresa May. Went. Uh, one in there because Theresa of a May, confidence vote? No, that was because uh, the leader of the party didn't want to go out of the EU. Right, so that's when, right. Yeah, so when they went out of the EU, he said, oh no, I'm going to step down. It was a ste step down, right? Yeah. Not a no Okay. I knew there was something weir weird about it as well. So, uh, yeah. The and I don't remember his name. <laughs> the last How sad is that? Bunch of prime ministers... <laughs> Uh, haven't finished their terms, right? That's the interesting yeah, part yeah. about this whole thing. And Boris Johnson, Theresa May didn't. Yeah, Boris so. Johnson looking to do, looking like Not. it may end up the same way. Um, yeah. What does that say for like the British electoral system when you can't like maintain a leader at all? Yeah, no, it's not saying anything nice. Or is it just saying that there's so much contention within like the? you know, the, the parliament party. that yeah. it doesn't function well because it's so divided. That's another option. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish we would have liberals in that country, but we will see. It's not a very That's liberal a country, uh, even though it has a lot of liberal That's true. rules. Um, but yeah. let uh, the tourists burn down from the inside. That's what I think about it. Like, I, I, I think, I think, I think Boris Johnson continuing as a prime minister uh, will only hurt the Tories in the in the long term. I mean, so, uh, there was a discussion as to whether this was all done now because it, they were trying to kind of hide it from the public because the whole Jubilee thing was happening and that they right. were kind of using that as a distraction to get him out while nobody's watching kind of thing or while nobody notices. Yeah. Um, uh, for people that don't know what the Jubilee was, that was 70 years uh, in power by the Queen. Yeah, I mean, it seems like weird timing that they would do it like the exact same week, the exact same day and yeah. everything. So people were like yeah. not given a chance to like, uh, what, protest. Right wing people would. I don't know who supports Boris Johnson enough to protest, but sure. Um, probably nobody. Uh, but did you see the Queen? His wife. Right, there's like three people out there protesting for Boris Johnson on on Boris bikes. They're like, we don't yeah. even really want to walk. We're just gonna ride our bikes. It'll be faster if we protest on. Did bikes. I see the Queen? Yeah, I saw the Queen on her hologram. That's what I was gonna ask. The hologram Queen. Yeah. Did you see? Like, yes. People were laughing about that because there's all these people like cheering for it and like I know. waving and so excited to see her and it's not even it's not even her it's just like a fake yeah. video they put in like a carriage. I mean, people were excited for for whoever it was in Coachella as well, uh, Tupac. Right, but that was more of a novelty I think at the time. But yeah, yeah. I yeah, 
I think these people, some of these people actually thought it was her. Don't you? Like, they they didn't realize hmm. that it wasn't actually... Where the Tupac thing, obviously everybody knew he didn't come back didn't from the dead. Didn't West... Yeah, didn't Cotton West pay for uh, Kim's dad to come back in a hologram? Wasn't that a story we covered? I saw that, yeah. It was like a birthday yeah. party... A birthday party thing, like, during COVID, I want to say. They had, like, a yeah. party, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it must have been before they got divorced, so a while ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry uh, Weinstein wishes he was a hologram, I'm going to say. Uh, he's charged by the UK police with indecent assault against women. This is breaking news. Uh, disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein has been charged with assaulting another woman, this one in Britain, uh, an independent investigator in the UK announced Wednesday. Weinstein was hit with two counts of indecent assault stemming from an incident that allegedly happened in 1996. The 70-year-old was hit with new charges following the review of evidence gathered by the Metropolis... Oh, Metropoli Metropolitan, sorry, police. Uh, the woman now in her 50s was allegedly attacked by the producer sometime between July 31st and August 31st of in 1996. Is there no um, a term of like uh, uh, how long? Apparently not in the ago. UK. Oh. Uh, hmm. It's, you know, changes here in America depending on state and everything. But... Uh, if if they're charging him with something, is that what they say? He has been charged, and yeah, yeah. Um, there must not be, but uh, each but but yeah, it doesn't say anything about any kind of uh, time limitation of something. It's called. It doesn't say anything about a time limit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's many, many, many years ago. I'm I'm glad there's no limit of of uh, how long it goes. I mean, I don't know enough about that British law to to no. Yeah, it could. There could be many reasons. Like maybe they just found the evidence, and now you know what I mean. Like they never saw that evidence before. Maybe that has something to do with it, or maybe it, there just is no pro. Could be there is no uh, statute of limitations, right? Statue of limitations. There you go. Statute. Not statute. statute. Yeah, there you go. Statute. Right. Not statue. A yeah, a statue of limitation. Oh, here in our our, our uh, <laughs> museum, like, we have a st statue of limitation. It sounds like a, a, a card from Magic the Gathering. I pull statue of limitation and it stops your <laughs> opponent. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mike Pompeo, everybody's least yeah. favorite uh, person from the Trump administration, or at least one of uh, Mike Bannon's in there, Trump's in there, but Mike Pompeo is a warmonger, so he, you know, is also one of the worst. Uh, has been summoned by court to explain the alleged U.S. government plot to assassinate Julian Assange. Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State under Trump, has been summoned by a Spanish court to explain the alleged U.S. government plot to assassinate WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. The alleged plot was first revealed by Yahoo News in September, which we talked about it at the time. 
which reported that senior CIA and Trump administration officials discussed possibly kidnapping or killing Assange after being ang angry about uh, the WikiLeaks publication of CIA hacking tools. Uh, Pompeo has been called to appear in the Spanish court in connection with a probe into whether Spanish security forum, firm UC Global spied on Assange while providing security for the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Uh, the Spanish high court judge, Santino Pedraz, summoned Pompeo and former counterintelligence official William Evania as witnesses to explain the alleged assassination plot. Mm. So this is going to be a court case that's going to be mm. ongoing. Um, do you think... Well, obviously, Pompeo has yet to comment on the cases or confirm whether he will appear in court. So, no, he hasn't made any statements on this. Do you think he'll, you know, show up? Show up? No. Why uh, the heck would he show up? It's a good question. Uh, to, to make it look like he didn't... Like, it makes you look guilty if you don't show up. Yeah, but what's, what can they do? It's not like they can arrest him. No. In Spain. They can put him in contempt of court, right? So that if he ever did come to Spain, they could he could end up being arrested for being in contempt sure, of court. Sure, I don't think he's that worried about that, to be honest. He's just never going to go to Spain ever again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possible, what, what, I guess. What kind of... What kind of... Uh, what kind of... Uh, uh, um... History does he have with Spain? Mike Pompeo probably not a lot. Yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't I'm, I've never been on vacation with Mike Pompeo, but I bet he's been there at least once. What? You have not? Wow. Where's Pompeo? Pompeo is not even near. Well, it's kind of near Spain, right? Pompeo. Pompeo. Isn't that in Italy? Pompeii? Well, I mean, like, as far as, like, in the world, it's it's closer. Oh, yeah, no, in the world, it's close to Spain. Like, right. Norway is close to Denmark. Yes, right. I do agree. I do agree with that. <laughs> but he had a... But I don't, I don't know if he has that I wonder if Mike Pompeo Spanish. has ever been to Pompeii, mm. though, now that I think about it, because that would be an ir irony warning, the Pompeos in Pompeii. That uh, sounds like a... A boomer uh, Facebook post? <laughs> well, that as well. I was thinking of like a, 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 a title of a, of a CD of Bell and Sebastian. That sounds like a CD. A CD of Bell and Sebastian? Oh, like... Uh... The group. Oh, okay. Bell and Sebastian, yeah. yeah. I was thinking... Isn't that uh, The Little Mermaid? Bell and Sebastian. Oh, no, that's a... Uh, uh... Beauty and the Beast, right? Okay. <laughs> Bell, Bell was in Beauty and the Beast. Sebastian was the fish in the Mermaid. Uh, no crab, crab. Sebastian was the crab. Oh, right. Yes. Right. Yeah, but Bell. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um. Yes. Confusing my Disney movies. <laughs> I was looking for a picture of Mike Pompeo in Pompeii, and I didn't. I can't find any. It just comes Aww. up. It just comes up with the pump, the the guy from Pompeo jerking off somebody. So, what? You never seen the the Pompeo guy jerking off? No. 
Okay. Why don't you go on the next story? I'll see if I can find the picture. <laughs> okay. I have no clue what you're talking about. Uh, Demeter Senator rules out assault weapons ban. Aww. And new background checks in Senate plan. <laughs> yeah, let them... Uh, a Democrat rules out? Well, they went on... Right after the shootings happened, the they all went on vacation for like two weeks instead of like going back Jeez. and doing anything about the uh, weapons or like any kind of laws passed. They were like, ah, not important. Mm. Let, we need to go on vacation right now. So he was talking... Senator Chris Murphy, who is helping Lennett lead the Senate in gun control talks, said that lawmakers don't plan to bring any bill to the floor that would ban assault weapons or include any comprehensive background checks. Uh, he said this on CNN. We're not going, this is a quote, we're not going to put a piece of legislation on the table that, that is going to ban assault weapons or we're not going to pass comprehensive background checks, Murphy said, uh, a Connecticut Democrat on Sunday, uh, but right now people in this country want to want us to make progress. They just don't want the status quo to continue for 30 years. Uh, among the items currently on the table are investments in mental health care and school safety, red flag laws, and a change in strengthening strengthening the background check systems. Obviously, but he said not comprehensive background checks. So right. Uh. That's sad. They're already limiting, like before they even send something to the house. They're limiting how it, how it, like the way I look at like the back and forth between um, Democrats and Republicans in like the Senate and the House. Sometimes is like the way you deal with buying a used car. All right, so like they put in a bill, and what you should do is you put you put the car out there for sale at a higher price than it's actually worth. Right? You put the bill out there and you put in more shit than you actually want. That way when the Republicans come back and they fight it, they can get mm -hmm. you can get rid of some things you don't actually want so that maybe you can negotiate, right? It's like when you sell a car for a certain amount of money, you sell it you put it listed as higher than you want to actually sell it for so you can negotiate, right? But they're they're already taking out the negotiating parts of it. And just going with this so that then the Republicans can go even lower when they have to negotiate, right? It's like, you guys are fucking idiots. You don't know how to be politicians. And Fro's actually not laughing at me. He's laughing at the, the Pompeo man. <laughs> or Pom Pompeii. I keep saying Pompeo. No. You've never seen the picture of the man from Pompeo? No. Oh. <laughs> God. That's amazing. This is like a super famous thing. Like everybody, people. I had never heard of it. That's funny. Yeah, there's a guy who died in the <laughs> volcano of Pompeii. It very much appears oh. like he would, you know, he ended his life oh. happily. I guess ha. it was a happy ending. <laughs> it was <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> you gotta wonder if he finished or not. Yeah. I think like he saw the volcano came out uh, out of uh, he saw all the the fire the lava coming yeah. coming out of the volcano. He's like, okay, I rather. He's like, fuck it, <laughs> fuck it, I rather masturbate. He just knew he, he was like, I'm on an island. I can't run away from this thing. 
I don't own a boat. Motorboats don't even exist yet. Uh, and it's not like I can call anybody. Right. Cell phones doesn't exist either. Yeah, I'm screwed, so might as well go out with uh, a bang. You know? Bang, bang, into my room. <laughs> bang, bang, into the... <laughs> yeah. So, Nor- uh, Norway news. Uh... Norwegian Princess Marta Louise engaged to American shaman Dirk Varet. People are up in arms about this. Uh, right, um, the daughter of Norwegian King Harold, or is it Harald, is engaged to Harald. American boyfriend Dirk Varet. Uh, the palace said mm-hmm. Tuesday, the 50 year old princess who is fourth in line to a Norwegian on the throne has been together with Varet. Uh, who describes himself as a shaman and a healer on his website since 2019. According to Norwegian media, uh, in a statement, the royal household said uh, uh, that the the queen and the king announced the engagement and said they wish all the best for them in the future. Um, Yeah, this guy was like a shaman healer for uh, Goop Lady, right? That's what I read. Yep. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, right. Uh, yes. So is this guy a total grifter? Yes. Um, like, how much do you One, know? 110%, yes. I would imagine so, right? I... <laughs> what do you want me to answer? <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering, course, like, how yeah. much of a... Okay, here, I'm just saying it is wiki to see, like... In 2019, his book called Spirit Hacking was set to be published in Norway, but major publishers dropped the book a week prior to its scheduled publications over concerns yep. of its content. It was later published by a smaller publica- publication. Uh, in the book, Verrett suggests that chemotherapy is given to cancer patients because doctors make money on it rather than helping yep. the patient. Mm-hmm. He also writes that casual sex attracts under ground spirits that make an impression on the inside of women's vaginas which he sells Mm -hmm. exercises to these women's to clean out he sells Mm -hmm. vagina cleaning exercises of of evil spirit vagina evil Mm -hmm. vagina spirits Mm -hmm. i'm just writing the title of the podcast now evil vagina spirits (laughs) uh verat also says that he can turn atoms Turn atoms and literally reduce people's ages. Yep. Okay. Uh, peop- oh, major newspapers have described the book as ravings of a lunatic and nonsense garbage and dirty talk and says it's unoriginal, <laughs> rehashed, standard repertoire of the most cynical part of alternative culture. Right. This guy sounds like a real winner. Yep. People are so happy about them being good together. Oh my gosh, here's oh, the best oh. The best part. According to extremism researcher John Fareth, Verrett has also prompt, uh, promoted his own variant of reptilian alien conspiracy theory, which yep. has been advocated by David Icke. He indicates that he himself, talking about this guy, is part reptilian. Yep. And he's marrying a princess, who most mm-hmm. people who believe in this reptilian thing would say is also a reptile? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Spirit hacking, mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, no, people are very, very happy about this. 
What are the chances oh, that oh. this guy has worked with uh, Ultimate Warrior's wife and done a podcast with her? I think it's probably pretty good. <laughs> uh, Dana Warrior. Dana, I bet funny. you that that's happened. Yeah. I you got all the spirits with... out of her vagina. <laughs> Oh my god, Lou. What? He's that's what he does for a living. He gets spirits out of people's vaginas. I I, I know. I know. But uh, come on. Oh gosh. It's a private uh, medical. Uh, you can't reveal that stuff. It's private doctor uh, patient confidentiality. Yeah. I usually go to my doctor and say, "Hey, my cock is in uh haunted." Haunted penis, uh, yeah. My haunt, my haunted penis and me. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I don't like this, and I also like this on 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 one term. So, I, 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 of course, know uh, Princess Marta. Uh, by that, I mean I have met her three three times in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we are close, dear friends, of course. I'm sure she doesn't even remember <laughs> meeting me. Probably not. <laughs> uh, so I'm worried about her, but uh, as a as a, someone that's against king kings and queens on the principle, I'm also very happy because this probably will make people understand that it's time to get rid of. Kings and queens, baby. Finally. Uh, no, probably not. Uh, no. I mean, think about how crazy everybody got for the royal wedding recently. I think people are a little invested in royal families oh, yeah, more than you true. think they are. That's true. Yeah. People were bananas about that. Have you ever bought anything from Craigslist, Luke? Uh, yeah, back in the day. I don't know. I kind of stopped buying things from Craigslist. I think there was definitely a point where people like started getting scared out of not wanting to buy things because you felt like you were going to get murdered by somebody. But I think as long right. as you I do it in like a, say that. as long as you like meet the person in like a you know a fairly uh, lit place, lit and pro, you know where people are, where you're not going to get just you're not going to their house or something, it can be fine. That's the first thing I think of when I think of of uh, Craigslist is like getting murdered. The other thing is I'm thinking of is prostitution. Uh, there was a lot of prostitution on Craigslist. I don't know if it there's st still is. I'm I'm sure it is. I never used Craigslist in my in entire life because I live in the wrong fucking country. Uh, oh, you never got it? Yeah, then? I didn't know that. No. All right, well, Craigslist started out just America, and it slowly like built as the company built. So yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm just surprised. Um, yeah, Craigslist cra free. Well, I said Fred's list. <laughs> Fred's list. Fred's list. He's like, hey, how's it going? I'm Fred. A <laughs> uh, California woman bought a couch on Craigslist. Uh, the, the woman found $36,000 in cash stuffed inside a couch she got on free on Craigslist, according to reports. Uh, Vicky Mondo from Colton, California, was searching for furniture for her new home when she came across 
an ad for a family who was giving away two sofas and a chair. Uh, she clicked on it, and the first thing that came up was the family wanted to give away a sofa. Excuse me, burp. Uh, she found mm -hmm. out the ad was real and picked up the new furniture for her home, according to the report. When she got back to her place, she examined the sofa and made a shocking discovery. She found envelopes of cash inside and began screaming. Per the, out uh, per the outlet, she returned the money to the family who gave her the furniture, uh, but the family ended up giving her back $2,200 and said they would pay, her pay for her new fridge, according to reports. Uh, the family have also said... Oh, found more cash hidden inside uh, their deceased loved one's property. Okay, so they were mm. they were selling like a couch from their dead relative, and that relative had been hiding cash inside of all these. You know, uh, maybe they didn't trust banks or something, right? Who who the fuck knows? I was thinking. Well, that makes me a little less suspicious because I had some suspicions about this. I was thinking right. maybe it had some. Like, this would be a really easy way to uh, launder money. If it was oh, yeah, stolen yeah. or dirty money in some way, if you were to be like, you put it in the couch, you sell it to somebody you do, you know, and then they uh, say, hey, I found this money. That way it gets, you know, uh, the cops say, oh, well, you just found it. it you know, there's nothing illegal connected to it at that point. And then you can, you know, that would be a really easy way to launder money, actually. So, um, but I guess uh, this looks like that's not how that would work. But I don't know. It could be still. If they were all working together, all of these people? Hmm. Hmm. How many spirit optimizers do you think they bought? Well, at least like five or six. Or how, how many people do you think they have in their family? And then they probably bought at least two or three for the family that gave the money back. Yeah. Because you need your spirit optimizer for sh Shaman Dirt deck it, because it's an advanced spiritual technology for optimizing spirit hacking. So, Yeah, and it's handmade, so small batches. It, make, it have slight cosmic imperfections. Cosmic imperfections? I really, okay. I really want to hear him talking about it. Don't you want to hear him talk about it? Oh, do you want, want to? I, I guess so. I don't, yeah. Uh... I have never I, seen this I, before. I don't know if I can control life. the odd, the volume, though. Can I? You can. I don't see a volume control anymore. Oh, here it is. I have to go full screen? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, give me a countdown. We'll do like a minute of this. In, in three, two, one, go. Hi, I'm Shaman Durek. I'm a sixth-generation shaman, Hi. worldwide bestseller of the book Spirit Hacking. Uh, why did I, I just expect him to have a British accent? The gift of Shaman <laughs> Since then, I've been using my powers to travel around the world, putting the power back in people's hands, lecturing and sharing my wisdom with everyone. You've seen a lot of my demonstrations on TV shows such as This Morning in London, Good Morning America, The Doctors, and the hit TV show, Netflix Bling Empire. Oh yeah, Bling Empire! That's oh, like that's right! It wasn't that for 10 seconds. It's definitely credible, like, uh, news network show, though, Bling yes. Empire. You can be your own damn guru. This powerful technology is imbued with frequencies and energies that connect to the spirit. Mm -hmm. and to of course the it is. It is imbued with such powerful energies that it activates your energy field. It has signature blends of earth energies and it also has... You mean it has dirt in it? <laughs> ...which was a gift given to me by the spirits that is embedded on it. 
a so, gift given to him by the spirits. Ado, I want to introduce you to the Spirit Optimizer. This is the Ancient Truth Spirit Optimizer. Okay. First release <laughs> of our collection. And for and people that, that's, that, it's a, it's a plate. <laughs> It's like it's a, a very, very small plate. It's like a button. If it had a little pin on it, it's like a button, a pin button you'd put on your jacket. Yes. Yeah. It's like that big. It's not like large. And how we can stop there? I don't. We, I'm done with this guy. <laughs> like he's putting it between his hands. It's got to be. I don't know what. Two inches in diameter, probably. Mm hmm. Um. And it's two hundred and twenty-two dollars. <laughs> Just. And 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 why does it say in in very bold letters? Note: all sales are final. Hmm. I wonder what that why that is. Yeah, and it's all in caps. Yeah, hmm. strange. Hmm. I wonder if probably all the stuff in his store is all sales are final. Ah, <laughs> uh, scam, scam. This is so a scam. Um, Will the police be able to stop him, look? I don't know. I mean, the Queen of England, like, the police can't do anything to her, right? So I don't know how it works in Norway. Yeah, who knows, who knows. But uh, maybe we shouldn't care about what the police thinks, because, uh, like, uh, our friend Trump tells the truth about, fuck the police. This is Trump, but Trump tells the truth. Early in the 90s, I heard a song of a band called NWA. Yeah, everybody knows what I'm fucking talking about. They had a song called Fuck the Police. It was big controversy. Yeah, how can you say that to police? Police officers deserve respect. For many years, I didn't get it. I didn't get the hip-hop message. Like, why are they so furious against the police? Brutality. Are they really truth? These are gangsters. Promote violence and so on. But in later years... I have come to understand why. I did it long before the Floyd killing. But also, even if the things are not so extreme here in Norway, you won't see the police doing shit that they should not do. I worked in the nightlife business for many years, and you saw how, well, drug politics was, was the, the, yeah, what exit could one place I worked with, a lot of rich people, snoring cocaine, motherfucking all over the place. You can only stop him in the door while he has the white powder under the nose. I never understand why the police didn't know they were about this, why they didn't come and did some searching on the place, but they did. Well, why? Because of people with money there. So it was another place called World. I hear hip-hop, reggae, and so on place. And there were a lot of people there promoting, yeah, you know, smoking grass, or cannabis, or marijuana, or whatever the fuck you say. And the police was everywhere, all the time, like... Yeah. And that's come to the point. Police are not against drugs, they're against some kind of people. What often do you hear people say, I don't like those fucking hippies. Well, you don't have to fucking like them. But you don't have to arrest them for using another drug than high society cocaine sniffing assholes do. Sometimes you know we have a organization called the Narcotic Poli Police Narcotic Union. Well, sometimes 
they act like there are police. But when you are in this organization, they are not having the police rights. But they're taking their rights. And nobody is against it because they're against drugs. And they're against drugs. They can do what the fuck they want. So they continue stopping people from, well, speaking their minds and harassing people and so on. And only searching people when, yeah, you know, when they're too loud in the debate. This goes to my fucking point that I'm fucking shit and tired of the police. Sometimes you hear like police, yeah, we have to deal with hard things like violent crime and rape and domestic violence, everything like that. Yeah, but a lot of other people also do that. I work as a private security in the ER. I also see those shit. I have friends who are social workers. They also see shit like that. I have friends who be working about women who have like husband beating the shit out of them. They also see a lot of shit like that. People in social services and so on and so on. I never heard fucking respect for them. I never heard like if they're gonna burst out in anger that anybody will understand them. No, we have to understand fucking police. You signed off for this. I don't go around saying sorry for myself all the time. I signed off for my day, my job, and I'm proud of it. Some work comes from risk. And some work also comes that you cannot abuse your fucking powers. You have to stop, police have to stop believing that they are the people who make the laws and we have to be scared of them. They should be scared of fucking us. They are to serve the people. If we want to fucking change the law and change how they do things, it's fucking up to us. Well, to conservatives, listen now. Many of you are owning a factory. You wouldn't like your workers to decide everything, would you? No, you wouldn't. So why the fuck should the police who's working for the fucking government or working for the fucking people decide what to do or not do? How to behave, how to use their powers all the time and object and protest against politicians who want to make the laws differently. Why is it the own standard for the police? The people on the right never are against the police. They're not against the military, they say. They're nothing against any those branches of power who can use weapon or violence against the people. That's strange, isn't it? Because, because they like to have that control. In virtual freedom, yeah, you can buy 20 guns, that's going to help you. If the people on the right and the fascists on the right want to use the police and the military to kick you down, they will do so. So, you know, the police starting serving the people, fuck the police. Thank you, Trun, as always. Always fun to hear Trun uh, talking about rap. Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It, mm -hmm. I, I know that he, he likes some rap. I've shared some rap songs <laughs> with him, and then he said, oh, I like that song, so I know for a fact yeah. he enjoys some, some rap. Or mm -hmm. hip-hop, hip I like, guess. Uh, for example, he likes to rap... Uh, uh, Pig uh, and uh, salad together in a wrap. In a wrap, oh, or he likes to saran wrap things like big boxes of go goods and services. Uh -huh. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. That joke uh, yeah, fell flat. Uh, yeah. Well, it fell faster than I did. Uh, okay. Uh, 
there's been a lot of TV this week, uh, for me at least. Uh, should I start? Yeah. What should I start with? Uh, <laughs> uh, is there anything the you Norwegian's... watched that started last week? Uh, that started last week. You know, a show that didn't start this week, I would start with that first. Uh, oh, uh, America's Got Talent? Okay. That's, uh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, two episodes of that. Uh, I have seen America's Got Talent, uh, where they made, uh, in the last episode was kind of funny, because they, they got some, like, uh, people that did, uh, uh, had a camera that made the singer that was on stage look like Simon. Simon Cowell. So it looked like Simon Cowell was singing. That was fun. What? That was like his talent? Mm-hmm. His talent was have to see. looking like Simon Cowell. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. True camera. Fixed three. Well, how is that his talent, though? Wouldn't that be the talent of the camera? Or I guess the editor or whoever's running the uh, yeah the uh, the, fa- the face filter uh, guy the, yeah the face filter guy was on stage with him oh so it was like a team a team yeah. a crew okay I get it right okay mm-hmm. interesting so that was kind of cool yeah. how far are they into it just a f- uh, two episodes yeah okay I had to actually look up to f- remember which one it was it's the one with Simon Cowell okay. Yes. There's so many shows like this that are all the same that I don't even remember which one is which anymore. <laughs> uh, I saw... Let's see. Did I see something from last week? Uh, Love on the Spectrum. I watched. Ah, uh, the United States it. version, I should say, I guess. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, very good. I thought all the characters in this were really interesting. Uh, I mean, obviously, some of the side characters we don't really get to know as much, like some of the dates. Mm-hmm. Um but they did a good job of like matching the original and not having it be like I was worried it was going to get all americanized, you know, get very like yeah, no. flashy and be like this is Dan. He loves trains. Oh, yeah, like or something <laughs> like that. Like, you know, that yeah. American reality show style, but they managed to, you know, keep keep it back from th- that. Mm. I think a lot, I think I enjoyed uh, the one uh, the one guy more more than anybody. He's he seems like he's like all over the the guy who's like bouncing off the walls like all over the place. Yes, I uh, love him. Yeah, but all the characters were really interesting. Uh, yeah, and really well fleshed out as far as like you get to know them really well, even in just like the first few episodes. So overall, I'll give mm-hmm. this one I. Seven point five. It's just as good. Like mm-hmm. if you like the original British version or wherever it's from, you'll like this. Australian. Australian. Okay. Uh, Mister Mister Good question mark. Uh, uh, the Enigma Eric uh, Johnson on Netflix. Uh, this is a documentary about a cop in Norway uh, that gets in trouble because uh, they say they, that he has helped the guy uh, get like uh, two tons of, of hashes into Norway over a very long time of period since he was a policeman. Gets, uh, gets what in, into? Hashes. 
Oh, like like marijuana, like hash. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, this is the documentary about like seeing if he actually did it or if he's innocent as, as he says. Oh, so he claims uh, total innocence. Okay, interesting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he got twenty-one years in jail. Right. Okay. Uh, I really recommend this uh, to you uh, a little because it's it's actually also dubbed in in English, so you don't have to like uh, hear it in Norwegian. Right. For, of course, for for me, it's it's a, it's okay to see it in Norwegian, and I I looked up the dub, and it's just four four episodes. I really digged it. Uh, I I will give it an eight. A very good documentary. Uh, very. Um, yeah, I I have a very strong opinion about uh, what really happened here, but uh, yeah, I kind of want you to see it before I I talk about that. But yeah, I will give it an eight. Okay, hopefully it's available here. I'm not sure. It is. It is. Okay. It is. Uh, guys, all American road trip on. Oh, I think this was on like the Food Network or something. I don't even remember. Uh, okay. You, did you see this? No. With Guy Fieri, obviously. Uh, ah, but it, I was thinking that it was like a lot of guys. Well, there are a lot of guys because it's like his whole family. So there's like him and his extended family. So like his wife's uh. sister and or husband and like so it's like there's like four or five families and they're all going on a road trip. But like the Fieris, they're all related to his family, obviously. And then okay. the concept of it is—it's kind—it's not really a cooking show, but because obviously you know he's a cooking show guy. Uh, but they do like go to restaurants or, or like sample food from like in certain areas because they obviously going on a road trip. But like, uh, it's more based in like a competition show where each family uh, is a different color and then they all do competitions at all the places they go and it's a you know competition between family families road trip reality show but with Guy Fieri uh okay kind of dumb like I can see how you could have this on in the background and it would be fun to watch it's very like cheaply made like very cheap to make like this costs nothing to make it's almost like Guy Fieri was like you know I'm going on vacation with my family and we could literally just write it all off and make a TV show out of it. So mm. why don't we just do that? That's what it feels like mm. more than anything else. Mm. So overall, I'll give it a 3.5. 3.5. It's totally mindless okay. entertainment, though. So if you, like, you put it on in the background and don't pay too much attention to it, it could be fun. Mm. Right. Uh, the Real Housewives of Dubai... We talked about that last week, and I said, oh, I can't wait to see this. So, of course, I did. Right, I saw this. Uh, you, you did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, there's so much controversy about this whole thing because of, like, you know, it being in Dubai. So I wanted to see more than not just how they portrayed Dubai more than I cared about they don't. Any, of, any of the... Yeah, they don't. The way they portray, like, the... Well, go into what it's about, obviously, Housewives show, but go into it, and I'll tell you... Then I'll do the Dubai thing. Okay, so uh, they're very ultra-wealthy people that are married to to different housewives, of course, of Dubai. One of them, like, most 
very known for being married to this actor and uh, another like person. The main character uh, is kind of a bitch, and she's like she loves being betrayed as a bitch, and uh, yeah, that's what it is all about. I didn't like anybody in this show, so I kind of like. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to like anybody. I think they're all supposed to come off as like you know catty and oh, they all hate each other and everything. But the the way they portrayed Dubai, as even though we as we know like that part of the world the and Dubai has very strict laws, especially when it comes to women. Uh, mm. The only way they really portray like the strictness of Dubai in this is they're like, oh, we're not allowed to drink most of the time, so we take a yacht out into the middle of the ocean, out into international waters, so that we can drink. Yeah, and drink there. And Yeah, like that, which is not <laughs> something like a regular person, obviously, in that part of the world would be able to do, uh, ev like, ever. I think it's cheating. I think it's cheating. Well, it's not against the <laughs> law, technically, but it is... No, no. Right. No, but it's cheating. It's... It's the rule. Uh, these are rules for rich people, and the other rules for poor people. Like they don't point mm. out that separation. They don't point out any of the. They at no point point out any of the problems of uh, how women are treated in those Arab countries. Um, they totally avoid that completely. But if they would have mentioned it, I, I I assume that they wouldn't be able to ever film there again because the government would get mad at them, right? So, like, they have mm. to portray it in a way where it's positive towards this horrible government. Uh, and that's the real problem I had with it, is uh, they keep talking like, oh, I'm a boss lady, big boss lady energy, and it's like, you live in Dubai. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, using, yeah, like, being like, I'm yeah. a big boss lady, I, like, when, like, all the women around you are being subjected to, like, hor uh, horrible rulers, like, you're you're just living in this fantasy world where like at a, like at any minute you could lose your money and you're not going to be in that position anymore in that country, right? So yeah. Okay, your turn. Oh, did you give it a score? Um, four. No, three, three. I got to give it a, like a one point five. Okay. I mean, the production value is really bad also, and most of the, it's fake. Like, yeah. when they sit them down at the end for like, in the in this episode, where they sit them down to have the dinner oh, together. The, the dinner, oh my gosh. And, like, the one model girl is like, I'm just going to be the biggest bitch ever. Like, is she completely mm. detached from reality, or is it fake, right? Yeah. Nobody, act, nobody in the world just goes, we're not talking about this anymore because I want to talk about something else right she like literally mm. says that and it's like that's not how nobody does that uh, she seems like a character that could do that i think it was fake for the show but sure uh, uh right my turn um what surviving summer did you see this yes on netflix um i saw the episodes and i'm out it's like of many other Disney Channel type shows that I've seen. Uh, it's what was uh, what was the Surfer Disney Channel movie about Soul Surfer or whatever it was? Was that what it was called? Mm -hmm. Where the girl is Something like, like that. Uh, I guess it was a guy in that where he's like trying to. Uh, 
He doesn't... Oh, no, it's Johnny Tsunami. That's the name of the Disney Channel movie. He doesn't know how to surf, and he, right. he comes yes. from, like, a place where there's no ocean, and then all of a sudden he becomes, like, the world's best surfer just because, like, he knew somebody in his life in the past that knew how to surf. That's mm. this show. I mean, it felt super Disney Channel to me. I don't know about you. Like, I, I could see watching this on either Disney or, like, a Nickelodeon-type channel. Mm. Uh, this was just... Yeah, no, a, I, go ahead. It it was extremely boring for once. Uh, the second one is like uh, I I I I couldn't really relate to anybody there. That's also like uh, a thing, right? But it's just like yeah, it's boring and trite and bad. I was like two episodes. No thanks. Not anymore. It definitely was sponsored by some surfing competition thing because, like, they had the flags in the background. It, it's <laughs> oh, all yeah, based around cool. this one surfing yeah. competition, like, brand. So, like, it seems like it, mm. it's kind of even just a um, commercial for this brand surfing uh, competition brand um, because everybody there is like, oh, our the big thing that we all care about, the whole town, all it cares about uh, is this one, like, surfing competition. So... Mm. It seems almost like a commercial. I'll give it what? Uh, it's definitely higher than Housewives of Dubai, but I'll give it a. I'll give it a f four. Yeah, I will give it a three point five. It's not. It's made for like tweens, so yeah. Uh, a show I saw all together because it was just four episodes is The Perfect Mama. Uh. This is a uh, French uh, series on Netflix uh, with uh, Julie Gayette. A very good TV show. Really surprisingly uh, interesting. It's about uh, this very devoted uh, mother uh, that is uh, very convinced that her daughter did not uh, commit a murder. And then she comes uh, over, like, uh, evidence that kind of, like, uh, it seems like that maybe she isn't the victim. And uh, uh, that she is, like, the betrayer of the murder. A very interesting show. Uh, four episodes. I really, really like this. 8.5? Yeah, 8.5. All right, something we mother. talked about earlier, the villains of Valley View. This actually was on Disney <laughs> Channel. Um, it was. And definitely felt like something on Disney Channel. You know, this it is also was. made for tweens, but it's about... It's about villains. A family of villains. I guess they're... Like, in this universe, you're, like, you're either born a normal person, you're born a hero... Mm meaning, like, your dad and mom were heroes, and so that makes you a superhero, right? And then there's also people who are then born into being villains. It's, like, some kind of villain monarchy, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and that's what this family is, is some kind of villain monarchy royalty, but then they get outcast by the villain community for doing something wrong, right? Like, the, right. the leader of the villains kicks them out of the group, and so they're hiding from the other villains who are trying to kill them in, what, a suburban neighborhood acting like suburbanite mm. normal Americans. Which, mm. that, when I read the thing, was like, that's an interesting concept for a show, right? 
That's mm-hmm. why I watched mm-hmm. this because the concept is so interesting. I knew it was on Disney Channel. I knew it was going to be for kids. Uh, and some of the like weird themes about it are kind of si- si- like are kind of dumb because it's like pandering to like really young kids. Like, uh, but some of the jokes are decent. I don't know. What do you think about this? Uh, I I liked it. It was okay. Uh, I was a little surprised. Uh, I was also a little like intrigued of of the the storyline. I don't think it is as good as I was hoping it to be. Uh, I but you yeah, know it was completely watchable. I mean, on the level of Disney Channel stuff, though, it's you know yeah, it's totally watchable uh, on that level. Um, Definitely, it's a show that I can see people in 15 years treating this show like we treat Lazy Town, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see people that, yeah. this only having one season or what two seasons, and every, every, everybody in 15 years being like, "Remember that stupid superhero show?" And there being memes mm-hmm. all over the place about it. So in that way, I feel like it's kind of uh, maybe enduring is a good word for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. endearing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I saw Kus Ususu, or As the Crow Flies, on Netflix. Uh, this is, a, I think it was, uh, Turkish, yes. Okay. Tur- it's a Turkish uh, so, show called As the Crow Flies, okay. Yeah, well, it's really called Kus Ususu. But, uh, uh, I love couscous. Uh, Delicious. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is about this uh, uh, young lady that uh, wants to be famous and wants to uh, be an anchor of a newsroom, and she has this um, older lady she's a huge fan of, and she wants uh, starts to work at the same c- cable company as this other lady. And she is has this very dark ambition and envy and desire to be seen and things like that. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, I've seen three episodes so far, and I really dig this. Uh, again, a pretty high score. I will give this a seven point five. And yeah, seven point five. Okay. Anything else you saw? I did. Uh, are you done? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Irma Webb on HBO. Yes, HBO. Uh, uh, and it is about this movie star uh, that uh, gets to be in a French uh, or a remake of a French movie called Les Vampires. A real movie, by the way. Uh, that's a very, very good movie, and, uh, this uh, girl called Mira is very, like, she's been through a very recent breakup, and she goes to, uh, France to, to be in this movie, uh, the director is a total, complete asshole, and extremely hard to have anything to do with and she's struggling with decisions uh, of of like uh, herself and the character she's trying to play and yeah it's trying to like uh, 
she, her, her sense of reality uh, starts to go away, and and uh, between what is fiction and reality is uh, gets harder uh, to see. Uh, it's just one episode so far. I liked it. It's interesting. I'll give it a seven. And the last thing I saw, uh, other than the, the thing we saw together, was a series called Two Summers. This is a Belgian uh, a TV show. Uh, if you thought that surfing show was boring, look. Uh, I dare you to see this because this may be even more boring. It's just uh, this uh, group of people that are is in this very luxurious place. It's it's kind of like out of everywhere, and one of them is is very afraid that uh, the other people in the group will uh, talk about the crime that they can commit uh, some years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is the show. It's not good. Uh, I will give it a four. I've seen two episodes and I'm out. And that's all I've seen this week. Okay. Another thing we saw was episode eight. Eight. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, of Killing It. Uh, Brock embarks on a journey to make his dream of social media stardom come true. Right, so this is a back... This is a, a flashback story of one character and how our character got to this point in the story, right? So we, he was kind of he was like the rival to them and then ended up mm. at some point during the show becoming teaming with them to go against the one guy even though he's still kind of a rival but this shows uh what they said 4 years earlier and then goes through how we got to the point we are storyline-wise in the show. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. I, I I laughed so much out of this episode. This is maybe my favorite episode, and it didn't have anything to do with <laughs> with the show, and that's kind of funny. I think like, the two my I, two favorite episodes were this one, and then the one with the house the house sitting episode have been my yes. favorite. And they neither of them had a, any basically anything to do with the actual story. Yeah, right. You know, I laughed so much out of this. Really, really funny. Really, really. I'm excited to see more. Uh, but I will uh, give it probably eight point five. Actually. Really, really like this episode. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think the best part, one or at least one of the best parts, besides like the comedy bits, was that how the ending all wraps up, uh, and we get uh, connected back to the end of last episode through the drone, which mm. uh, at the end of the last episode uh, they were burying a dead body, and then a random drone shows up out of nowhere. At the end of this episode. We see our char- the bad guy character buying this, the exact same drone. So we're like, okay, this connects back. It's very good story writing, you know, uh, mm. and very good cliffhanger story li- TV writing where, like, you cliffhanger it at the end of the episode and it gives you a sense of, like, I, I want to see more, um, which that is, you know, it's underrated as far as, like, in sitcoms and stuff like that, which this is. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of the best parts about this is, like, it's just got really good storyline writing. Like, the writing is so good. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely, and I, I think that uh, I really hope that it, it continues like this. It's just two episodes left, and I, I really, really, really can't wait to see uh, them. I really, really can't. Okay, let's go into some uh, TV news look. Uh, Tiger King, the Antle, is arrested by the FBI. Doc Antle was featured in the first season of Tiger King, has been arrested uh, by the FBI according to multiple reports. Uh, the reasons for his arrest in Horry County, uh, South Carolina, were not disclosed. Antle was a magician before he founded a private zoo. Uh, Antle was charged in Virginia with two felony counts of wildlife tra trafficking in 2020. He has also been a subject of allegations and inappropriate relationships with minors. Uh, after his stint in Tiger King 1, he became the subject of Tiger King's uh, The Doc Antel Story released in 2021. Right. So mm. we don't really know, or at least not right now. You, maybe we do, and I should look it up, because I haven't... Have you done any research to see if they released? No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't seen if they released something, but I... Oh, here we go. I mean, BBC one day ago. Tiger Antil charged with money laundering... Uh, money laundering? Of more okay. than a half a million dollars. Prosecutors say Antil Ooh. believes the money came from a scheme to smuggle people into the U.S. from Mexico. So he's uh, smuggling people across the border, is what they're saying. Or hmm. like he was profiting from it in some way. Hmm. Uh, right. Did he hide it inside of tigers? <laughs> you people inside? I doubt that. Maybe in, like, the big... You could hide people in, like, those big trailers they carry wildlife and animals in, though, I suppose. Right. Yeah. No, but I think probably he was just benefiting monetarily, not actually doing it himself. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, money fraud, Todd and Julie Chrisley found guilty of bank fraud and tax evasion, uh... Pew, pew, pew. They've been convicted on all counts of tax, bank fraud and tax fraud. Uh, they could face up to 30 years behind bars. Uh, mm -hmm. Todd and Julie were found of committing bank fraud and conspiracy to defraud the United States and tax fraud. Julie was also convicted of wire fraud. Jurors began deliberations on Friday to announce the verdict Tuesday. Um, it says here the sentencing date has not been scheduled yet, so... As of today, at least. Uh, but I, I found another article just when I was uh, getting up this morning. I was looking through the news. Uh, their daughter, mm -hmm. who has been estranged. I don't. You watched the show. Remember the daughter who, like, they were like, we don't talk to her, right? Yes, I do remember her. And it was always like, we don't really know why she. they don't like her or mm -hmm. whatever, but it might have been because she had a child with a black man. Um... Oh, Lindsay no. Chrisley speaks out after Todd and Chrisley, Julie Chrisley, were found uh, guilty of bank fraud and tax evasion. She put a thing on Instagram saying she's not going to do her podcasts. I guess she has two podcasts. Uh, okay. She says she's praying at this difficult time for love and support. But it says Lindsay is currently estranged from Todd and Julie Chrisley and told people's reality. Uh, oh, Todd told people's reality check in 2021 that Lindsay was the catalyst for the family's incurring tax evasion charges. He added that oh. there are certain things in life that don't, that you don't get a pass, uh, that I think don't get you a pass. And unfortunately that's where Lindsay and I are. Right. So oh. that's kind of interesting that maybe 
their estranged daughter maybe revealed stuff to the government at some point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I watched this week, uh, Luke, is uh, something called Geek Week. That's like when Netflix shows out their uh, new things that's coming to Netflix. And one of my favorite uh, book series, uh, The School for Good and Evil, is coming out on Netflix. And that uh, goes uh, directly into uh, audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's Audible Trial slash ADC because you can get the f- three first books they have like in a in a collection. Okay. Uh, for 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 one uh, credit. credit. Yeah. Right, which you'll get free if you go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good uh, books. Uh, the School for Good and Evil audio collection. The School Years, book one to three. Movie news. Uh, Warner Brothers rumored to be deleting all Amber Heard scenes from Aquaman 2. Uh, do you believe these rumors, Fro? Yes. According to the reports following the verdict of the Amber Heard Johnny <laughs> Depp defamation case, uh, Warner, uh, reliable insider Casey Walsh noted that Warner Brothers Pictures is set to delete the actress's scenes from Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. The reports note that the meeting between the higher-ups was recently held to make a decision of removing Heard from Aquaman's sequel. Um, uh, Amber Heard's scenes were filmed in London back in the fall of 2021. Uh, Rumors suggest that her character Mera could die during childbirth in the start of the sequel to completely remove her from the film. Um, I don't know about that. That seems weird, but... uh, I guess you have to do something to get rid of her, right? Uh, why are they even making an Aquaman 2? That should be the first question we ask. <laughs> I, I don't know, because Aquaman 1 wasn't that amazing to start with. I think it was terrible, and didn't it not yeah. do very well box office-wise, I want to say? Like, I, especially compared I to the other to yeah. other yeah. like mm, superhero movies, so mm. it seems weird that they're even making another one at all. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I believe this or not. I think it's definitely rumors. I, I'm I'm still up in the air on this as to whether it's true. Eh, who knows? I, 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 I think it's true. I hope it's true. What I think it's possible is that they're putting... Like, the studio is putting out this rumor to judge whether, oh, should we or should we not? Are people going to get mad about it or not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We will see. We will see. We will see. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what about Jada and uh, uh, their family? We haven't heard from the uh, Smith family for a little while. Probably for the best, but Jada Pinkett Smith is speaking out about the Oscars <laughs> incidents for the first time on a Red Table Talk show <laughs> on the episode Wednesday in response to Chris Rock's G.I. Jane joke <laughs> in March at the expense of Pinkett Smith. Uh, this is really important Red Table talk about alopecia, she said. Considering what I've been through with my health and what's happening to what happened to me at the Oscars, thousands of people have reached out to me with their stories. Uh, what happened to me at Oscars? Yeah. Now okay. about Oscar what? Oscar nights, I'm. My, what happened to her? My deepest hope is that the two intelligent, capable men have the opportunity to heal and talk this out and reconcile. <clears throat> The state of the world today, we need them both, and we need 
actually need one, and we all actually need one another more than ever. Right? Okay. Well, she got no. Uh, she she got a joke made about her, and that's why he reacted is because she he joked about her obviously, and so and she took offense to it. So sure. What happened to her at Oscars? Jesus Christ, what the sense-central... Cent, I almost said the C word there. I'm not, I'm not going to... Cookie. Cookie is the C word, by the way. Uh, movie round. Uh, you see some movies this week? I have seen some movies this week. Have you seen some movies this week? Because I know you saw one movie with me. Right, and then I saw one other movie. Uh... Okay, cool, because I saw the unbearable weight of a massive talent this week, Luke. Oh, really? Cool. I think it's like still in theaters yeah. here, which is crazy, because it's been out for a long time. Oh, it's fun. I had, I had, I had so much fun with this. Okay. It's very... It's very... So, for people that don't know... Uh, Nicholas Cage plays a version of himself uh, where he has accepted one million to attend the birthday of this very dangerous superfan and uh, the CIA uh, recruits him uh, to to do stuff for him. It's, it's very, very uh, meta. It's very, very fun. And I really, really like this movie, look. I give it a 9, actually. A 9 out of 10. Really had uh, so much fun with it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm de it's on my list of things to watch once it's just available somewhere easy. Mm -hmm. uh, something that I did not enjoy. The Requin. Is that the Requin? The Requin? The Requin. Something. Requin. Okay. With Alicia Silverstone and James Tupper. Uh oh, okay. This is a this is a bad movie. Um, it's about a couple who go on vacation because they have the. I think they have a stillbirth, like they they have a childbirth, but the the child dies mm -hmm. uh, in 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 the birthing process. So very traumatic. So they decide we're gonna go on vacation to like a tropical island to try to like get away from everything and just forget our problems. Uh, and they get this seaside villa that's like a it's like floating on the water somewhere like thailand i want to say oh it says vietnam here um and then a giant storm comes in and uh pulls the the villa out to sea right okay so that's the basis of the whole thing it seems okay. like they had a budget um and it ran out in the first 20 minutes 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> and the rest of the movie, they shot at, like, a YMCA pool in, like, downtown L.A. <laughs> and they just put a blur filter around the edges so you don't see the lifeguard right out of shot. <laughs> and the special effects, like, they got the guy who did all, you know, the Sharknado movies and stuff. He did all the yeah, special yeah. effects for this movie, except... They were trying to be serious and not Sharknado-like. This is trying to be a serious oh. movie. Um, it's really bad. It's got 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, 2.6 out of 10 Ooh. on IMDb. 
probably in the contention for one of the worst movies of the year. So I think just for that reason, you should probably see it, Fro. Just for that reason, mm-hmm. I don't would not recommend it to anybody else except maybe Fro for that reason only. <laughs> but I'll give it a one out of ten. Ooh, a one out of ten. And I'm an Alicia Silverstone fan. I've I, I've been a fan of hers for a while, and she's done some good I love stuff. Her. Yeah. Lately, since she's come back, we saw her in a good movie. I don't remember what it was, but mm-hmm. it, uh, recently she was in a good movie, and this was not one of those good movies. So. Well, I saw a very uh, strange movie called Dashcam this week. Uh, it's a horror movie that's very divisive. Very divisive. Uh, some people really, really hate it, and some people really, really loved it. Uh, the people that lo- love it really, really love it, and the people that hate it really, really hate it. I really, really liked it, but I can see that people can not like it. It is very political, uh, but it's very, very fun. Uh, very strange zombie movie uh, uh, about a girl that has this dash cam uh, that drives around and just like s- uh, shows everything that she does uh, with a lot of chatting going on. Uh, there are some elements of this movie that doesn't work, especially like, I, I don't really think the chatting thing on the side of 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 the screen works in in some parts of the movie because you get occupied by, by like reading what every uh, comment say but then you forget it it's kind of yeah so in that way i would say it doesn't work but i will give it a seven out of ten okay uh yeah, yeah i want to see this it it seems like just uh interesting from an experimental standpoint as far as film goes right um yeah and then we both saw the interceptor on netflix we did this was like a super duper generic action movie about a plan by these ex-military guys to take this intercept like missile interceptor base which is designed to like stop any kind of warheads that are traveling across the ocean from Russia to uh, the U.S. to intercept them and take them down. They want to take this place out so that it doesn't have the ability to do that. Uh, but this one woman is in their way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feel, felt like a Steven Seagal movie without Steven Seagal, but this woman instead. Yeah, and if, it had a very 90s, um, weirdly 90s, feel to it uh yeah like in a way where like even the filming of it and the pacing of it everything yeah and and it also we pointed out like everybody in this film looks like a bigger actor than they actually are not like <laughs> their acting ability i'm talking about their face they they picked actors who look like other actors is what i'm saying right <laughs> um and then who was the weird cameo Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth randomly has a random cameo in this as like a TV Luke, salesman. Look, I found out why. Okay. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, we were talking about it. Like, oh, like does he owe a producer or anything like that? Or he's does friends he with anybody? somebody because it's a br- right. Australian film. We should mention, right. right? Yeah. And and I found out. Do you know why he's in this movie? The Girl, uh, the main actress, mm-hmm. is his wife. 
Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that is his wife. I, that still doesn't make sense to... I mean, because they didn't credit him in the film as being in the film. No, no, no. So, no. What, it still begs the question it's as... It's just a favor. Yeah. Right, but like... If it was a favor to like promote the movie and try to get it, like put him on there so that the movie did better, it would only make right. sense for it to be that kind of favor if they promoted him as being in the movie, which they didn't. So yeah. it's like just kind of an Easter egg, I guess, for people. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I will give it a four. A four. I got to give it a three. It was. I mean, the dialogue and everything's pretty bad. The special effects are. Well, they're Terrible, better than yeah. the Requin. So, I mean, I didn't. I thought I was gonna say. I thought I was gonna say worse things about them, but after watching that last night, it's hard. It's hard to. So, uh, sounds like yeah, oh, my kind of movie. Uh, hey, look. Do you want to see the audio trailer for Frank and Penelope? Sure. Rated R. But it's not a. It's not a red red band trailer, so. That's who you're staying with? Why is my video quality at 480p? I don't know. This is a terrible trailer. All day. That's a good shot. That was a cool shot. Kind of drone shot. The real reason I pulled you all over is you're about to hit a stretch of about 30 miles with no cell phone tower. Oh, that's, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, something to do with the. None of the names that I'm remembering here. Kevin Dillon? No. Something like that. Okay. Oh. The Mercury capital of the world. Looks a little more interesting now. My grandfather was trapped underneath that mine. He survived by eating those sinners. Oh, it's a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, Texas. We we love eating souls from eternal damnation. That's what sin eaters do. Oh. So tell me, how long until you take a bite? The guy looks like the dude from Pawn Stars. Kevin Dillon. Yeah. Kevin it Dillon. is Kevin Dillon. Okay. I, I yeah. thought his name was something with an E for some reason. No, I said something with the D. No, I thought it's something with an E. You thought it was something with a D. You were more correct than me. Yeah. That rhymed. I don't know, I get a feeling that this trailer is better than the movie. Yeah. Huh, only theaters. But look, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? That's right, Frank and Penelope. Uh, sorry, let's see. A drifter and exotic dancer fall for each other and decide... To head west and have no destination in mind, on their journey they accidentally encounter a dangerous cult leader and find themselves in a battle for life and love. 
Uh, 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. 2 out of 5 on Common Sense Media. I'm not seeing any Rotten Tomatoes, but let me check really quick. Um, there might be an audience score, if anything. Well, talking about Common Sense Media, I got a 5-star review here from Vanessa B. A little hazy in the beginning, but patient rewards. The story takes twists and turns and make the viewer on a wild and captive ride. Don't guess where you're going. Uh, just let the ride uh, take you where it is, because you will be pleasantly wrong. <laughs> okay, definitely recommend go see uh, for a parent nights out without the kids. This has got an 82% audience score. Uh, fewer than 50 ratings, though. It's only got three v reviews on, like, used, uh, non-used reviews, reviewer reviews, so no tomato score, but Bobby on Rotten Tomatoes says, I liked it, it's dark and horror, it's dark horror put together. Uh, mm. Robert C. says, weird, wild, and worth the trip. Frank and Penelope is a bizarre is full of bizarre twists and turns, never a dull moment, and ultimately extremely satisfying. Uh, Roger Moore from Movie Nation says, Flannery's script traffics in truck stop philosophy, con utter speeches, and a horror movie, and horror movie tropes that long ago turned into cliches. So, he was not as much of a fan. Okay. Also coming out is an uh, uh, Indian Tamil language action thriller called Vikram. Uh, members of a Black Ops team must track and eliminate a gang of masked murderers. Uh, this has 9.1 out of 10 on IMDb. That's pretty high. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. Uh, Watcher. A serial killer stalks the city as a young actress who just moved to town with her boyfriend notices a mysterious stranger walking from, uh, watching her from across the street. Uh, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 5 out of 5 on Movie Insider, 83% of Google users liked it. Uh, let's see if it's got anybody interesting. Uh, not really. Okay. Also coming out is Eiffel. Eiffel? Uh, having just finished the Statue of Liberty, Gustav Eiffel is in the peak of his career. Everything changes the day he crosses paths with his love, and their forbidden relationship inspires to change uh, the Paris skyline forever. Uh, with Emma McKay in it. I love Emma McKay. 52% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, and 69% of users like this movie. Nice. Uh, my, my, Maika, Maika, an eight-year-old hung investigates a falling star. He just, uh, he discovers a powerful alien girl named Maika who is searching for her lost friend. Um, 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, 90% of Google users liked it. This is, uh, this is definitely some, uh, I don't know where this is from, but it's from somewhere not American. Okay. And Overnight movie, it comes out this 2015 movie, look. Oh, really? Let me, let me look that up. Uh, let's see if I, I get it instead. Oh, um, sorry. 
Let's try 2022. Okay, here, I got it. Uh, after a romantic weekend gets sidetracked, a young couple find themselves in an outdated hotel caught up in a murder in murderous death loops as a bait for a demon. Uh, 2.5 out of 10 on IMDb, so not good there. Let's see what Rotten Tomatoes thinks of this. Uh, nothing on Rotten Tomatoes. No, no scores anywhere. So, hmm. sounds interesting. Okay, here's here's the movie I am looking forward to: Crimes of the Future, uh, directed by David Cronenberg. Do I have to say anything here? <laughs> anything more? Uh, as the human species adapted a synthetic environment, the body undergoes new transformations and mutations. Accomplished by his partner, celebrity performance artist Saul Tenser showcases the metaphorics of his organs. Meanwhile, a mysterious group tries to use Saul's notorious shed light on the next phase of human evolution. So it Christian Stewart and Rico Mortensen and a lot of people in it. Okay. Uh, sh- I guess we can just skip over dash cam, right? Because you already talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. And we should say don't mix it up with some other movie called dash cam from last year. Because <laughs> we did. I'll mention that right here. We definitely did. Yeah. Uh, the we Phantom definitely did. of the Open... Uh, amateur golfer Maurice Flintcroft achieves his late-in-life goal of participating in the British Open Golf Championship, much to the ire of the staid golfing community. Uh, 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 65% on Metacritic, 85% of Google users liked it. Um, it's got Sally Hawkins, Jake Davies, mm. Mark Rylance... Uh, yeah, it's got a bunch of pe- British actors you would know, for sure. Simon Farnsby. Mm. Uh, Benediction. Is that a... about... Benediction. Benediction. Right. Is that how you say it? I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, decorated for bravery during World War One, British soldier Siegfried Sanson returns from service and becomes a vocal critic of the government's connotation of the war. Adored by the cockroacy and stars of the London's literacy and stage world, Sason's experience inspired him to write poetry about the horrors of battle. Directed by Terrace Davis, uh, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7 out of 10 on IMDb, 81% on Metacritic, and 62% of Google users liked the movie. So, Luke, what movie do you want to see the most? Uh, probably Dashcam, I guess, but you already saw that, so I'm more interested in which one you want to see. Yeah, oh, Crimes of the Future. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Cronenberg fan. Alright, coming next week, News of the Week, TV and Movies of the Week, Killing It, Episode 9, and another digital review of Jurassic World Domination. Uh, Tons of advertising for this all over that's not, like, for the movie. It's for, like, Taco Bell or uh, Goodyear Tires or, like, it's, like, being promoted on every other kind of brand. Uh, It's very weird uh, marketing strategy they have. 
and their reviews are horrible. Oh, really? I'm not surprised, I guess. Yeah. Eh, I'm, I'm sad. You're sad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the pull ultimate episode of uh, Killing It. Yeah, they got a lot to wrap up in that, don't they? I mean, uh, as far as... Not. <laughs> as far as, like, all the different storyline stuff that we haven't yeah. even touched on yet. Uh, <laughs> with the snake yeah. snake stuff. But, I, yeah, I think we decided kind of they're going to... They're probably not going to have a uh, an ending ending. It's going to set up for a second season, so... Probably. Can you find the Beavis and Butthead trailer? Oh, okay. Anything <laughs> um, else, uh, uh, Jeremy? I'm excited. I'm so excited for the Beavis and Butthead trailer. Well, uh, anything on YouTube? And well, I, oh, there, I, there we go. I sent it to you. Well, I built a Will Wonka chocolate factory by Mr. Beast. Was that this week? Oh my gosh, I didn't even yeah. realize that. Yeah, Mr. Beast got canceled for a lot of stuff after that, though. Uh, yeah, the toilet he used. Right, that was one was, thing. Yeah. According to people... Uh, According to uh, one person specifically, one I guess. Person. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he uh, stole that uh, from her on TikTok. But I think what she never like it? actually said Mr. Beast's name. Everybody just assumed no. because obviously that video had just come out. So, like, who else could it be? Uh Apparently, he tried to get a commercial on TV for his chocolate bars and released a thing saying, like, uh, TV, the TV companies won't run my commercial for chocolate bars. Like, they refuse to run it for whatever mm. reason. Um, and then he also went on, like, a show, like a show, a poker, like a poker show, like YouTube show or something, you know, like Poker Stars okay. kind of show. And he shows up late, apparently, and Ted Cruz was another one of the people on the, you know, at the table. And uh, mm. Mr. Beast just shows up and, like, puts down all of his money and then leaves. <laughs> so people were like, maybe he just didn't want to be in the room with Ted Cruz is why he did that, but maybe not. Wow. Maybe it's a Mr. Beast move to just come in and put all your money down and then leave, though, also. I, but I hope it's because of... of uh... Tom Cruise, no Tom Cruise. Ted why, Cruise. Why did I? Ted Cruise. That's that's. I don't think Tom Cruise would be too happy if I mistook him from Ted Cruise. Right. Okay. Uh. All right. You want to do this trailer now, or do you got anything else? Or no. Sure. Uh. Middle, uh Bobby Brown did a uh, first way feast. Oh really? That was fun. I never really? watch those anymore. I've totally given up on watching. Like, I enjoyed it for a long time, or then the beginning, kind of. But as it got more, like, com not complex, but maybe higher quality production, it lost the charm for me in a way a little bit, I guess. Um, not that it's a bad thing. I'm sure people still enjoy it. It's just, you know, when yeah. things start, you know what they say, like, you can't just throw a money hose at it and have it continue to... You can't do the same thing over and over again and have it just be cost more and have people still enjoy it, I guess. I don't know. That's how I feel about it, though. Jeffree Star. Uh, yeah, Jeffree Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, selling yak meat after he said he <laughs> they were his pets and he loved them and he would never do anything. I, I guess another thing people pointed out is, like, 
he sells makeup, and on all of his makeup brands, Jeffree Star makeup, it's all mm-hmm. like vegan, cruelty-free makeup. And then now he mm-hmm. has a yak farm where he kills yaks and sells ground meat, or it's kind of like very hypocritical. <laughs> a little. Yeah. A tiny bit. Uh, yeah, uh, the last cold ones was hysterically funny, where they're about a lot of shit from TikTok. Yeah, that was a good one. I've seen some of those products for sure and been like, those of like, even the ones that they use that they were like, oh, that's kind of good. You know, after like two weeks, it's going to break, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, I, it's built out of nothing. I think that's, I think that's it. I, I can't think yep. of anything else. Uh, no. They Love Island is coming back, so everybody's doing videos about that. So look forward to some <sighs> Love Island videos. I, uh, okay. The Kira, Kieran Carlin did one, and those are always funny. He he always does good videos on about Love he's, Island. He's, he's hysterically funny. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me see. I got this up. No. Let me get it back to zero. Make sure the audio is okay. That looks good. Beavis and Butthead, do the universe, okay? Yeah, because the last one was do America. Right, so they're expanding to a larger uh, populace. Non-populace, I guess, considering it's the universe. <laughs> Non-populace. But yeah. I bet they meet aliens uh, in the movie. I bet you they do, so. I'm sure. You seen this trailer? Uh, most of it, yeah. Yeah, okay. In three, two, one. T minus ten. Eight, and then you're counting down, seven, and then it counts down. Six, five, yeah. Four, three, two, one, zero, ignition. Oh, not that long. June 23rd. Oh. I think it's going straight to Paramount Plus, too. Yeah, exclusively on Paramount Plus. Paired <laughs> <Fair to> space. <laughs> I think the floor is not working. I think the floor is not working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see this. Look at that number up there on the billboard. I see they get sent into the future. Okay, that explains why they're yeah. still young. That's good. Who are you, fart knockers? Amusing, yes, yes, humorous, yes. Satirical comment on the time. Yes, amusing. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Uh... Beavis and Butthead do the universe. A new movie streaming June 23rd, exclusively on Paramount Plus. Wow. Beavis, this changes everything. That looks extremely good. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be fu- like, it's gonna be really good. I feel like so much time has passed since the original Beavis and Butthead. I know younger mm. kids who are like that. The original show does not stand up to the test of time. Like, as far as a show goes, it's 
oh, I don't care, yeah. Like, it doesn't, uh, you, you can't watch it back and be like, oh, that's still, like, all the jokes are funny or whatever, especially if you're a younger person. But I think mm-hmm. for us who grew up with it, it's going to be great, yeah. Yeah, 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 I know. This is, this is made for us that grew up on it. I have a, I, 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 I have yeah, a friend who have... it was like a... F- he came to America when I was in middle school. Like, he grew up with an American family, but in Thailand, I want to say. Um, so he knew mm-hmm. English and everything, but he also knew other languages. But he, like, um, he moved to our school in, like, middle school sometime. And he always talked like Beavis. Because, like, I think that's kind of partly where he learned English is through Beavis and Butthead cartoons. So, like, his he would he had that, like, hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Let, uh, what? Hey. Like, he had that voice all the time. It, it was hilarious. Amazing. <laughs> cool. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. Uh... I mean, H three H three is back. Other than that, uh, did you? I mean, yeah, that was good. Good to see a them good, back. A good podcast. Like, not yeah. they didn't. They were basically like, yeah, we did nothing wrong. We just got canceled by a bunch of right wing idiots. Yeah. And that is a hundred and ten percent. We got canceled well, by so. a bunch of people who were against cancel culture, which is hilarious. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, from Butthead, uh, I'm Norway. From Beavis, I'm America, uh, 420, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <coughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen.